Welcome to the Bituation Room. This is episode four, and oh my God, it is gonna be so good. I'm just gonna preemptively say that and just build up all of your expectations. I am your host, Francesca Fiorentini. I have two amazing bishes in this room with me today. To my left is Oscar-nominated filmmaker Joshua Fox. You might know him from his films Gasland 1, Gasland 2, also a film called How to Let Go of the World and Love Everything the Climate Cannot Change. Nailed it. Pretty close. How dare you. He's currently on tour with a one-man show, um called The Truth Has Changed, which is just so apropos for the time that we're living in right now. Uh, I'm excited to see it. I've heard amazing things. Also in the Bituation Room is my good friend and producer of Newsbroke, Kate Elston. Hi, Kate. Hi. Woo. Kate Elston. I didn't get to say hi. Yeah, but you interrupted, so... (laughs) (laughs) That's just just very, um, you know, just playing your male part there, I'm already bitching about it. I'm bitching about you right now. Kate's also the host of a new podcast called Vicious Cycle, which is all about menstruation. That's right. And I realized as, as Josh walked in the house, I think I made a period joke like immediately. So you I'm did. like, oh, he doesn't Didn't know face. that this is what I do now. I'm an expert of all things menstruation. Kate is lightly terrorizing every man in her life, including her husband, <laughs> yeah. with this new podcast. It has given it me so much life, you guys. I am... One of my hosts says she feels like a witch now because we're so in tune with our bodies. She's introducing terms like, what What are some terms? Um, I heard vaginal boogers the other day. Okay, that came from someone else. Someone who, you've been terrorizing with yes, your yeah, menstrual yeah. Uh, agenda. Yeah, it is an agenda and we are, we are educating and demystifying and bitching about and laughing at our periods and making all the non-bleeders really uncomfortable in our lives. Hell yeah. So check that out. Um, vicious cycle. Guys... What are you bitching about today? Good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon. Or is it morning? It's, it's 11. I'm starting so it's like off, one of those weird... starting oh, no, off slowly, as I often do on the West Coast, which it's I'm not water. here very often. I've offered you water. Yeah, where is it? Oh, right. here it is. <laughs> Literally in front of him. Interrupting. Mm. Where's my mm-hmm. water? Mm-hmm. Talk about just blind such an spots, Oscar-nominated man. elitism going on. It's, yeah, it's true. We're, it's, we're it's, both it's, just it's, jealous that we can't say we're Oscar-nominated. We're like... We are news broke for all those who didn't know is Emmy nominated nominated. So we got on a short list to be considered to be thought of to be nominated. Well, yeah. I thought it was an amazing show. Thanks. So I would Thanks. I'll say I'm bitching about the fact that it's not on the internets anymore. Which Good is a big answer. Problem. That's the right. I answer. think that's a big problem. I mean, obviously, we're losing so many of our progressive uh, outlets in media today. And I think uh, one thing that just happened is Filmstruck, which is the Criterion Collection, is now going down because of Warner Brothers decided to just cut it. And I need Jean-Luc Godard and Spalding Gray like on a, you know, like <laughs> twice a week at least. And where am I going to get them? Now I have to buy this from Jeff Bezos and make him more of a gajillionaire. Absolutely. A big, but I think that... That um, being said, AT&T, Amazon, please pick up uh, the Bituation Room. <laughs> Thank you. But AT&T you. buying HBO and buying Time Warner and buying Warner Brothers is going to signal a huge dumbing down of a lot of those uh, a lot of that media that we've seen has been so important culturally in America and politically I think when you put all of their well. logos together, it really just <laughs> is Big Brother's face. It is. Yeah, no, it's true. And this is happening. Media consolidation like crazy. And 
I don't understand why news broke, broke was incredibly popular. Where, where, where did it go? Why did it go? Listen, away? we decided to end it. Um, it's us, not them slash kind of them. No, but we, <laughs> news broke may come back. That's the good news broke. Um, and we might relaunch, but it is really hard to find a place that is especially independent. You know, we had to be connected and are happily in many cases connected to Al Jazeera, Mm -hmm. but it really is hard to have a progressive news outlet. Like I've done work on the Young Turks and um, they were unable to pay me anymore for it. So I don't know if for those folks who saw me there, uh, that's why I'm not there as much anymore. I'll be back occasionally. But, you know, even the, the independent progressive outlets, like they don't have any more money. So it's sort of like, how can we take the Bezos money and wield it for good um, without compromising our values, but it is absolutely concerning. This is, yeah, this is always the question. But I mean, it's not about taking the Bezos money as an individual artist. It's not like we are individually in charge or in control or we should feel guilty or feel bad. There are laws that break up monopolies on the books in America. They're called antitrust laws mm-hmm. and they need to be invoked. And people, you know, like Bernie Sanders or Zephyr Teachout or progressive candidates that would probably win were we working in a situation that was at all fair, um, you know, that, that Americans would want, would, would be able to, to invoke those laws to break up these huge conglomerates that, are ha- that are, have a stranglehold on our dialogue, on our civic dialogue. I think until the, the monocle and the top hat and the big bushy mustache come back, we're not going to understand how billionaires are running the show and we need these antitrust laws back. But like once, I mean, the robber baron era, like you look back and you're like, oh, yeah. Of course they went after these billionaires because they look like fucking goofballs, you know, with their like were, pants all hiked up to the, right underneath their nipples. And they were all named oh, no. Carnegie. So you, exactly. just, you knew who they were. Uh-huh. And everyone else is like covered in soot and they're just like <laughs> completely pristine with, you know, just tote, uh, tote kales. Coat tails. I, I'm, I'm wearing a top hat and tails right now. It, you look and great. And I think you, you, the Which audience is, doesn't understand that you're making fun of me as this is going <laughs> along because I think, you know. That, yeah, but look at what Jeff Bezos wears. Look at those ridiculous Top Gun well, sunglasses and the weird poofy like uh, vest, whatever that thing is that he's wearing. What do you call those? Like the down vest? This has absolutely like no Navy. fashion sense. I mean, two of us are from I the Bay Area, and we was, will defend the down coat no, no, no. Uh, till we if I, die. If I was okay. a billionaire, I would be wearing you know big sparkly outfits every day, all the time, like gold, like you know sequin jackets and. Giant six or seven foot tall shoes. Right. So, like, like if I'd be at least 25 feet tall. You'd be dressed like a Spice Girl. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Such an old reference. What about like the Migos or Cardi B? Like, if. I'm like, I'm I'm If Bezos dressed like Cardi B. Would we all be a little a more shocked at the money? A, we're but like that's a little too much flaunting. Where it's like Cardi, I would have we're like so hell many yeah. Tattoos that I would need an extra person to tattoo on. <laughs> that was always following me around. That's what I would do. I would have like seventy-five people, and they'd be like, "Eat the rich," and you'd be, be like, "What are you talking about?" Well, you know, you are the yeah. To, just to be think about how much power billionaires have, and then they walk out looking like a complete dork. Totally. You know what I mean, they should come in with like huge pyrotechnic explosions and megaphones coming off their faces and like giant, like the guy in time, like God in Time Bandits. You know, when it comes in, like, <laughs> like there's a reference. That movie was on. Film yeah, we're going farther back. By the way, <laughs> Sheldon Adelson does go around on a rascal, so I think that on a rascal. What's a yeah, rascal? A rascal is a motorized wheelchair. Oh, oh, oh. Um, does it shoot flames? And- <laughs> Have giant spikes coming out of it. It just leaves a trail of shit. Kate, what are you bitching about today? Well, 
kind of going on the same uh, early bitching about like media conglomeration and stuff and like who gets to to tell stories. Um, I am in the process of writing and directing a, a, a comedy, a sketch comedy show in San Francisco through Killing My Lobster. And it, the theme is going to be like holidays and pop culture and Christmas and pop culture. So I've been watching a lot of a lot of Christmas movies over the last couple of months just to get up to speed. A new Christmas movies? No, like just ones I've missed. And they're all... You know, we talk about the Bechdel test in movies. None of these movies pass the Bechdel test. There are no strong women in any Christmas movie. Yeah, Santa I, is not woke. Santa is not woke. And like Elf even. Elf, I've, n- I've never seen Elf with Will Ferrell. Fine movie. Love no the women movie. in it that aren't like girlfriends. Then I was watching. Don't you talk so, shit about Elf. It's fine. But here's the there, movie I want to bitch about is Bad Santa <laughs> with it's. Yeah, it's with Billy Bob Thornton playing like a terrible, terrible person. Mm-hmm. Cult classic. I guess. Trading Places. Trading Places oh, doesn't okay, really pass the Bechtel test. No, no, I mean, no. here's Jamie the Lee thing. Curtis. I'm okay with a mo- Like, I love a, a good, bad movie. I, lo- I grew up watching like Chris Farley and Jim Carrey movies and like wa- re-watching them. I'm, I'm like, oh, geez. But like, I still love them. Bad Santa was so bad. Like, the only women are like in thongs. He makes fun of a little person. It's just so bad for bad's sake. And I know this is like a hot take probably. Like everyone's like... What, so you're saying bad Santa is bad. Bad Santa is bad. But then of course I should have known because you start the movie and who produced the movie Harvey Weinstein. So you're just Hell like, yeah. these are the people... This is what happens when shitty ass dudes are in charge of what the world sees. And w- the same thing with like Charlie Rose and Les Moonves. It was a not so fun reminder that even... Christmas movies get uh, the Christmas stories get like hijacked to be about terrible, terrible people for not even fun. It wasn't even funny. I can take like uh, a gross movie, but it just wasn't even funny. I think that I think that point is really important. I think when women don't like movies, it's often not it's not because we don't like gross or bizarre or stupid humor or high humor. I fucking love that shit. I just don't want it to be always at the expense of women. Um, Women are never let in on the joke. They're always the butt of the joke. Exactly. And it wasn't just women. It was little people. It was people of color. It's just like anyone that's not Billy Bob Thornton. And it's just so gross. I just don't like Christmas movies at all. Well, yeah, I mean, Jewish. not not to <laughs> say anything about what you're, you're Jewish. I'm also Italian. My mother's Italian. Something Francesca understands. Yeah. Hey, I be half like Italian. More, I'm more Italian She's than lucky. I thought. Twenty three and me. Thank well, you. But all right. I'm really you and not. Elizabeth Warren. Can go <laughs> Who's more Italian? But like, no. I mean, my mother's Italian, and the Jews always used to say, "Oh, you're not Jewish. Your mother's not Jewish." And I'd be like, "Yeah, you know, we had lasagna last night, and you had to eat like boiled chicken." I don't know. There's a, such a formula to the whole Christmas. Right. Which is, uh, I actually wrote a Christmas uh, play, though, for International Wow Company way mm. back in the day. Um, it's rather brutal. And the lead character is a woman. Did it have um, sleigh bells clinging in the background? Because really, any movie is a it, Christmas movie. Die, die Hard, which is actually a Christmas die movie. Hard but if you listen very story, carefully, yeah. there's a little ching, ching, yeah. ching, 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 ching. It's all in there. So anyone out there listening who wants to make a Christmas movie with an incredibly badass female lead character mm-hmm. and her right hand and uh, woman bells. and jingle bells, they talk and you know um, All the there is a little uh, Christmas music at one point during the incredibly surreal, disturbing party scene where everybody's like gorging themselves on tons of food and we, there's a war going on in Iraq and people are dying. And that was the that was the point of the piece. Well, good thing there's no more war. So and it's, then they it's get irrelevant. kicked out. They it's get kicked irrelevant. out by their landlord. Their landlord oh shit! Oh, insult to injury. It's like See, it's a wonderful life, but reversed. Everything ends shitty. Yeah. I very much hold out hope that 
Trump will somehow, I think it's like, be visited by three spirits <laughs> and, and see like the future under him. And then he'll be like, wasn't no, he, my fault. Yeah. It's in, fine. In what are you tan- talking about? When he's in the tanning booth. You're hot. I can see right through your, your ghost, <laughs> your ghost sheet. What's that? Nice tits. Um, anyway, I'm bitching about a holiday that is way more relevant. I don't know what the fuck you guys are on, uh, which is Halloween. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Um, because I got my nails. So this is funny. ASMR right here. They're you just did so a bunch cool. of ASMR with that. Those can nails you, can on you guys the hear this? I'm getting tingles. I got acrylic nails about an inch and a half They're long so off of my... They're amazing. And... They're stripper nails. I'm just going to say it uh, because I am, in fact, going as Cardi B, but not just Cardi B, Cardi BG. So RBG and Cardi B. Anyway, it's, it's, a, a, ma- it's, it's a mashup. It's a mashup. It'll it'll all make sense. Um, can I? Can but I, can I just say, though, that nails are a prison for women, just like high heels are. It's like they're just they find out new ways to put different spikes coming out of us so we can't do things. Like, I can't turn on my phone. I can't type. I can't really drive. I can't... You can't button your shorts after you came out of the yeah, bathroom? Those nails oh, my ridiculous. shorts are unbuttoned right now for those <laughs> just listening. You know, real classy. Like, I'm more among friends. Um, some of you are stalkers. That's fine. And, uh, <laughs> and I don't wear heels, though, but, like, the, the, it's a prison. It's not worth the, the supposed beauty. Unbelievable. And They're like... They look this so good. Like and can you and tap them against more. the microphone again? I love that sound so much. You know, by the way, Cardi B did an ASMR video. I got to watch it. It's amazing. She's like, oh, crrr. oh, crrr. But I love her accent too. Accents always do it for me. What is ASMR? <sighs> okay, let me explain it real quick. It's this, it's a, a, a true phenomenon that people get where they hear sounds that are pleasing to them and it makes what I always described it as growing up having it and not knowing how to define it was it feels like your brain is getting goosebumps like it, it's like kind of like when you get shivers mm. like like on your arm from like listening to really nice music but it's like literally in your brain and I have it and I only discovered it when This American Life did a whole thing on it and I was like oh my god that's what I have and there was, there was a whole community on YouTube of people I'm trying to make the into microphones rustling paper reading a newspaper it's just like and, it's the, sort and of, you like it it I love it. It's, it. It really puts you like in a relaxing trance. It's very weird. It's like the you know how people like can't hear people eating. Not this one, right? And they and they freak out when they hear people eating. It's like mm. the reverse of that. It's mm. like I love the sound. I want to find it all the time. I fall. Asleep I didn't to get it. this at all until I heard one, which is just someone with very long hair and a very big brush getting their hair brushed. Mm-hmm. Did you get tingles in your brain? A little bit, okay. but mm. but just just a tad. Yeah. Um, it's, it's it's very it's, weird. It's, it's a very nice sound. It's just nice sounds. Yeah, nice sounds. It's sort of like watching porn too, because you have the person you like, the kind you like. If you don't like it, you wow. like get mad and close the window. It's like, wow. but it's not sexual. But it's just. It's but that you develop pleasing. a really dependent relationship. It, on kind it. of. I fell asleep to it last night. What was I listening to? I fell asleep listening to someone reading a magazine and just like kind of talking about the magazine they were like a people. Sounds like you just need a friend. <laughs> I mean, if some, but you cats know, like or a cat, maybe yeah. a cat. I have two. They make, don't they make noise. So this, this is a divided podcast because uh, Josh Fox and I both have cats. We love. I do. I believe. I have two. Do you want, do you want two more? Kate no. has two cats that she does not love. I don't. They're my husband's. They're fine. They're fine. They're animals and they're fine. I just don't. They're fine. I want a dog. Wow. <laughs> I want to trade them in. So what you're going to say dog. about like, you can get like a dog when you have, have kids. Like, you have to walk a dog. I love my but daughter, but my son is fine. He's, he's fine. fine. <laughs> Whatever. He's fine. <laughs> oh, 
Such a great. But honestly, if anyone out there wants two ten year old Cory Booker is cats, fine. He's fine. Oh yeah, you gonna you gonna make this political? <laughs> oh, here we go. I agree yeah. with that a little bit. Like he's fine. Exactly. That's, Except that's, when you need pharmaceuticals in New Jersey, he's fine. <laughs> mm. Can we not find him? I don't know that scandal. Uh, Diane Feinstein is fine. Uh, Diane Feinstein's not fine. <laughs> Diane, I feel like not about Feinstein. Pelosi. I'm like she's fine. I guess it's all we have. Should she's be fine. a political spectrum. Like really great and really really bad. Fine. I'm fine. There's a lot of things that are not fine going on right now. Of course, uh, we're coming off the back of 14 different bomb scares at the homes of major Democrats and uh, you know resistance leaders if you 14. want to call it that 14 and robert the last de one and robert de niro is what i'm saying resistance <laughs> leaders it was just uh, i, I, I don't know if robert de niro is a resistance leader he's not i don't know if you can go that he far at the Oscars or he said award. he wanted to punch trump in yeah. the face so, it wasn't exactly no. sophisticated listen this is the political this is the viewpoint he was like i want to punch him in the face the gilded yeah. the gilded resistance i love robert de niro okay i love, I love him, him too uh, he's my family practically I feel what because you're Italian yes because your uh, mom when you grow up in New York and you're Italian your mom says Bobby De Niro did this and Bobby De Niro did that the other day like, like, not even Bobby Robert. De Niro's coming over later you know <laughs> yeah of course he's but it's but you know when he was like yeah I want to punch fucking Trump in the face I was like oh god I think this is not how I it's actually work. This I, is not I know I'm help. not supposed to say this, but I fucking love that stuff. <laughs> I love when he says I want to punch him in the face. I love when he just raises his two fists and was like, "Hey, fuck Trump," you know. Yeah. I think that's great, and I like how he's slowly just becoming a nose. Like, <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, but there's been just it's insane. And the last person uh, I believe to receive uh, a package with a pipe bomb was Tom Steyer, who's been running those oh, yeah. impeachment ads. Um, so this man, this, listen, uh, you know, innocent until proven guilty, but also could be a woman. (laughs) Um, this person, um, clearly did their homework, right? They, they researched where people lived. So given that there's some yellow pages happening. Um, but the suspect was found in, um, Florida in a place called Plantation, Florida, which is like, really? Is there still a town called Plantation? Can we not? But anyway, he w- his uh, van was found, and um, his van is oh, just a white, just a nondescript, totally uh, inconspicuous white van covered in pro-Trump, anti-Democrat, like <laughs> Hillary eats lizard people or is a lizard person and eats babies. Stickers, totally covered. This genius of a person... Who you like, dude? You're almost there. Maybe just don't then like hide out in the police precinct. You totally. know, like it's like a murderer just trying to cover up their tracks b- with blood. Right. You know. Well, I love that he, his all the return addresses on the bombs were to Debbie Wasser- Wasserman Schultz. But yeah. He spelled her name wrong. He also spelled Hillary's name wrong when he sent a bomb to Hillary Clinton. Well, like, what did he spell it with as? One L. You know, not like you don't whatever, even but. know the devil's name. <laughs> but um, <laughs> also, I just was reading that. Okay, first of all, I, I've heard of 4chan, but what's 8chan? Is 8chan just like it's, another dark corner? Yeah, it's just anyway, a darker, some deeper people, version sure. of 4chan. It's double is, the is 4chan is like 4chan is like, yeah, we, yeah, we like so. all lives matter. And like we want to see naked celebrities. And 8chan is like, no, we actually openly yeah, talk sure. about the Jews running everything. So apparently oh. some 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 fools on 8chan were like, they they did an anagram of his name, of this guy's name, Caesar, whatever. And it, the anagram is accessory. So everyone's like, 
thinking he's a plant, of course, uh-huh. like a democratic well, this- plant, because it, it anagrams to accessory, but it actually doesn't. It anagrams to a accessory. So it's anyway, it's just like so it's wait, such wait, wait, who's every this is you looking Whoa. at H. No, no, no. I, I go, you know, I was reading up about him and all these places had written about how 8chan assumes he's a plant, a democratic plant. And how do they know? Because his name anagrams to a accessory. Well, this is this is actually <laughs> I don't mean to a uh, uh, accessory. Uh, accessory. Uh, yeah. Or like triple A, double A accessory. Yeah. yeah. Uh, accessory. Mm. So that, that's how you know. That sounds like some like new product line, like That's how you double know A he's accessory. Actually, working for George Soros is that what? That's you're what they to? say. Yeah. See, th- this is actually what my performance is about. It's about how the um, the right wing has f- created such an, an, an assault on the truth um, that we, as a nation, no longer have a an accepted notion that we all agree upon is like truth. You know, like here in L.A., you see a pedestrian on the street as you're driving your car and everyone just goes, oh, a pedestrian. I will stop my car. And then the pedestrian crosses the street. It's something we all accept here in Los Angeles. Nowhere else. I mean, in New York, if there's a pedestrian, you know, they have to run and chase in between the cars and everybody. It's a different system of rules. Right. And you know sure. that the rules are one way in New York and another way in L.A. It's very just simple. You'll definitely get things hit in that, L.A., though. But yeah, things that. Yeah. Things that we accept as our premise for civil society. We don't have that in America when it comes to truth anymore. So when you're talking about these insane right-wing schemes, like Sandy Hook is a false flag attack, and these must be actually the Democrats doing it. Donald Trump in office, and people like Steve Bannon, who who put him there, and Andrew Breitbart before Steve Bannon, were you know these smear merchants, these people who would propagate misinformation. Yes. Um, and a lot of and them Paul Manafort, are funded, smear merchants for like you know yeah. foreign governments that oh. are authoritarian and and this is part of know, the game war that they crimes, play. War crimes, etc. So nothing has any reality to it anymore. And that's part of what my show is about. The truth has changed. As a journalist, looking at this from the standpoint of like first 9-11, which there were clearly no WMDs in Iraq, and then all the way through the fracking wars and, and, and BP oil spill and the Sanders campaign and Standing Rock, but really understanding that smear and misinformation and propaganda have completely overtaken our society in such a way that that a lot of people are just basically really confused. And those conspiracy theories, which are cater to their own personal political convictions, are very, very attractive because everything else caters to your own personal political convictions. Everything that you do, everything on Google, everything on Facebook, everything that you uh, search for, they know there's a personal algorithm for each and every one of us that says, oh, this person likes, you know, down jackets that Jeff Bezos wears. It's called a psychograph, Josh. Right, exactly. Psychographics. Um, And psychographics addressable ad technology and internet search optimization these three things at once may basically make it true what those people are saying about an accessory it's true to them first of all yeah you know so, the internet it, like politically has already has become like it used to just be webmd where you're like <laughs> um and is the rash on my elbow a sign of cancer it, yes. and then you search and it's like yes and now Could it's be. like you know does eric holder have a tail and it's like yes Could you know be. so exactly <laughs> that's we're, we're just webmd right. except um webmding re- reality right we're yeah. webmding reality and we're incredibly sick i mean that's the thing is like it's a, it i'm is not a saying sickness. if only the dems we're planting this, but 
we have way bigger fish to fry and like the left and liberals and progressives and radicals have way more shit that they're day to day dealing with, like fighting against this like incredible right wing assault, but then also trying to organize and trying to win elections. Um, like that's not how we roll. And what's worse about it is when I see that this fucking just total loser psychopath who's been drinking literal like intellectual poison which is basically just listening to Donald Trump it has planted these bombs. I mean, this, it makes me, I, I feel empathy. I feel empathy for how someone can get so wrapped up in such simplistic and hateful and scary ideology. But it's like the right doesn't have empathy. The right doesn't have empathy at all. They're willing to blame us. But like, and I think we need to take some of their tenacity knowing that we actually have the truth and like some values on our side. I mean, to me, it's like these fools are crazy. But the worst part about it is the way that Fox News and Trump, who is on the one hand saying we all need to just like, can't we all just get along? Essentially, and he put like a bomb horrible. in quotation marks on tweet on Twitter. He wrote like the this bomb situation. And then he said is it's so upsetting that it's diverting the get out the vote effort for the Republicans like that. And a, tw- a tweet, it was yeah, like, that's what that. was that. What was unfortunate? What was unfortunate was that it was just disrupting well, elections. And it's like, how about which is almost a more salient point. That's like <laughs> semi salient versus like, listen, Maxine Waters asked for it. That's sure, essentially sure. what he said well, months ago. Yeah, it's important to note that the I think it's the International Criminal Court convicted two radio DJs in Rwanda for genocide. They didn't necessarily convict the people who were wielding machetes and cutting your family apart. Mm. They convicted the people who were going out there on the radio and saying this, uh, we should kill everybody, you know, um, kill the Hutus, kill the Tutsis, whatever, whichever one. I can't remember which one. was. That's a wonderful example for what should happen in this country. That's what's happening in America now at the highest levels. Yes. Donald Trump and this morning, and I know that this podcast will be later, um, but... You know, this synagogue shooting in Pittsburgh, which mm-hmm. is right down the street from some very good friends of mine where I used to stay in Squirrel Hill in Pittsburgh. Um, you know, uh, the guy rushed into the synagogue and shot it up saying all Jews must die with an AR-15. Um, you know, uh, and this is the kind of thing that we're seeing over and over and over again, more and more and more as a result of the incredibly racist rhetoric of Donald Trump, of of People like Alex Jones, who now he's off the air, but you know we have to take Donald Trump off the air too. We need to take Donald Trump off the air, absolutely. And also, I think the radio DJs is fascinating because to me, Mm -hmm. Fox News, which is still the most watched network, I mean, it rivals Mm -hmm. uh, CNN, I believe, or now Mm -hmm. CNN's behind, but it rivals MSNBC. But it's still the most watched. People like Janine Pirro, you know, people Mm -hmm. like Sean Hannity, people all these other douchebags who are basically inciting violence and and saying that there is no violence and that who knows and you know Soros could be pulling the strings and these people these protesters do seem paid like all of those things they're they need to be held accountable for that so you know you start off with antitrust laws I'm looking at like also you know within if and when we democratize the media how do we actually hold people accountable for the things that they're saying mm-hmm. nationally and the thing and the platforms that they have yeah. to say i mean laura ingram right she gets some of her her uh, um her advertisers jump ship we need more of that shit yeah. but like it sh- there should be regulations like you can't just you know as sarah palin I you was know i'm just going to say yeah remember when she put poor- the 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 crosshairs over um, Gab- Gabby, Gabby Gifford's, Gabby Gifford's oh, district yeah. and then she gets shot like 
it's ups- it's it's what what whatever came of that like nothing, nothing right and that's the thing is like you dog whistle and you pander to you know who you're dog whistling mm-hmm. to you know who you're pandering to and you know how unstable they are and yeah fuck yeah <laughs> guess what fascism and right wing right wing ideology is a mental illness what do you want me to say being racist being anti-semitic that's also a mental illness i think being a billionaire is also a mental illness also a mental illness <laughs> but that 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 that's a finer point especially the way um, you talked about dressing as a billionaire well you i just think that's you know. what they should do they should dress <laughs> accordingly to and they should just walk dress in for the with times. like entrails all over their faces and 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 hands here's my question <laughs> if like, you know, if we are starting this- to blame like, what's the narrative around the synagogue shooting going to be? If we can't blame anti-Semitism, can we finally blame guns? Well, oh my God, do you think only, we get to blame well, Trump, guns now? Trump, yeah. Trump just said that he, if only people had been armed inside. Like, that yeah. was the first thing he said. Armed Jews in Pittsburgh. And also, I'm sorry. Doing a bris. There, didn't, what would that look like? We're in the middle of a bris. Oh, my God. So that's like, let's have guns. Is that a prayer? No, that's where they circumcise the baby. Oh. Um, <laughs> which is, Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, whatever your feelings about circumcision in the middle of this Ugh. kind of, uh, ceremony where there's babies and things this is when the guy busts in. Maybe he was um, a, a circum anti-circumcision activist. I, I, you know, that's yeah, a thing, right? Yeah, I do. But this is the point is that, that, yeah, Donald it was in Trump, the middle of a bridge. Donald Trump came out and said, well, they should have been better armed at the synagogue, which is really, really what he said. Yeah. He really said they should have had guns in the synagogue so that the minute some maniac with an AR-15 comes in, they shoot him first, but, uh, does it- which is which is crazy. I mean, the people, some of the people who were shot were police officers. Yes, exactly. Police and officers it, are there and they have It weapons. needs to be said over and over again that the president is a maniac. He's mentally ill and he's inciting violence Absolutely. all across the, across the nation. And it's happening in weird places over and over and over again. It's happening every other day. And it's it's uh, in the midst of while we have all these other crises going on. But um, I think yeah, I think Francesca, Francesca's right, though. Like, when can we start talking about guns? Because I would be OK with inciting violence if no one, if we just had knives, you know, like knives won't be mass. harder to. Yeah. You know, to, water it, balloons, water balloons. Like, it's just it's so go there. And like, you know, this whole thing with like the the, the House Republicans are in Congress refuse to uh, uh not allow people on the terrorist watch list to have guns. It's like you talk about terrorism, you want to yeah. solve it. Like then at least don't let the crazy people that are on well, FBI watch list have. Well, weapons. we should be putting a watch list out for the racist. Yes, absolutely. Uh, terrorist watch list for these white conservative white supremacist yeah. hate groups. Those are the most active terrorists in America right now. 100%. Those are the, those uh, terrorists have a greater death toll than any other terrorists in, in the United States. And they've grown exponentially ever since uh, Barack Obama was elected and getting Trump in office was just sort of like, you know, crowning their rat king. CNN is responsible for pushing Donald Trump. MSNBC is also responsible for pushing Donald Trump. And CBS, back to Les Moonves, he was the one who said, Donald Trump is bad for America, but he's good for ratings. Good for me. Well, right. Good for ratings. I remember when I was doing, in 2016, I put out the film, How to Let Go of the World and Love All the Things Climate Can't Change. I could not get on TV. I was blacklisted from MSNBC. Uh, MSNBC was not putting any Bernie surrogates on Mm. because uh, Andrew Lack, the president of MSNBC, was in the tank for Clinton and we were not allowed to put Bernie people on. And in fact, they were broadcasting Trump empty podiums of Trump rallies 
and ignoring 70,000 person Bernie rallies, right? That's at MSNBC. I still to this day have not been, been, been allowed on MSNBC. I still I go on Fox News now and debate Tucker Carlson. But that's not what my point is. I got on one show, mm. the Jake Tapper show, mm-hmm. right? Because Jake Tapper has some semblance of independence over there at CNN. And they put me on to talk about climate change. Nobody wanted to talk about climate change. When was this? When I, this is 2016. And I'm in the waiting room. And it's during after the, after the election. Bur- during the election. During the, right. This is July. Or June 2016. And I'm waiting in the waiting room and I'm sitting there waiting to go into makeup to do a four minute appearance on climate change in my film on Jake Tapper. And they're re- literally running a 25 minute segment on CNN about how one evangelist in some southern state has come out and has said he believes that Donald Trump is a Christian. Now, this was on, I mean, you can look this up. It was like, I don't know, it was like June 21st or something like this in 2016. 25 minutes devoted to one Yahoo in some southern state talking about how Donald Trump was a Christian. And then you they were doing this because the Clinton campaign pushed Jeff, Jeff Zucker and Andrew Lack and CNN and MSNBC towards Trump thinking he was unelectable. This is what they were doing. And so when... CNN does not have the ability right now to go out there and bitch about Trump because they helped put him in. They helped put him in in because they believed that America was in a different place than it is. And they were not paying attention to the fact that this seething, percolating rage was out there. You know the rage. The Tea Party, white, down and out, mildly or overtly racist, heavily armed, Confederate flag-waving, proud of ignorance, that kind of rage. Mm-hmm. You know do exactly, you guys, are, not do, exactly are you, my best friend. Do you think, do you think that uh, the media has done better since the election? I don't no. watch enough cable news to say that. Well, that's the other thing, <laughs> like, is that nobody watches cable news anymore. Except for when I'm at gate B. 11 at the airport <laughs> median age of those networks is upper 60s fox msnbc is CBS, i'm right along them. with them i i i can only handle about two hours oh, of any of these networks but i have on msnbc i and then i i basically chris matthews drives me up the fucking wall and he's talking he's yelling all the time telling me something i don't know well i guess yeah that's because you know bernie was a socialist anyway back to the you know like he's just the worst but um isn't he the one who body slammed ellen degeneres during a, i would love <laughs> during to an see attempted that. dance sequence whoa that, <laughs> on that her makes show sense. on her show yeah he went to go dance with oh, her and he's like, what is it with like one of the like, like hip, hip bumps he, he like, <laughs> uh, don't sorry, you sorry. hurt ellen sorry um ellen Speaking i, of I body, could i could i could I could overthrow Ellen. Let's just be honest. I'm gonna be, I'm just put that out there because she she's just she's, she's too so daytime she's, apolitical. Yes, she's apolitical, and that's why people love but her. But, she's like, but she has a unique posing with George Bush, right? And oh yeah, she had him on, and it's like yeah, yeah. No. she has a unique you know audience that she could say a lot to. Yeah, and she's not. Let's say the View has a similar audience. She's not doing what the View does. Sort of at least. Okay, you don't know. you dare bad talk. The I'm view. saying you know. I'm how saying I feel at about least the, view. No, the view is you know helping people think I a little love bit. The view. We are days away. We're like a week and a half out from Mm -hmm. the midterms. Mm -hmm. It's incredibly scary. Also really exciting. I want to just say that for the first time in my life, and I've been an activist since I was mm, 18, for the first time I've door knocked for a... For Josh Harder in California District 10 against Jeff Denham, right? Um, Because we have to flip the house. And Mm -hmm. as a radical... 
I see elections within our messed up two-party system as a means to an end, and we have to be strategic about it. So there I am. I'm out there. It was one day, really. I'm going to go out again. Um, but It's fun. It is it's fun. It's fun to do. It's and, and phone banking is actually, I like that a little bit more because it's sort of a game to see how long they can stay on the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I called Arizona. That was cute. But I guess my question is, what races are you all paying attention to and, and watching there are some really exciting ones Beto O'Rourke um, Andrew Gillum in Florida for governor um, what, what are what are your thoughts and like how are you doing things differently this year if if you are doing things differently there's so many well it's so exciting because like every single representative is up so I think there's like two dozen seats that could flip and in some cases like I was in Austin and there's a uh a seat because you know how Austin is so gentrified like the or not gerrymandered the way that like the districts just kind of like fan out from Austin Mm. so like anyway but they're outside of Austin there's a there's a a district in Houston that was hasn't been Democrat since 1966 and it used to be George H.W. seat in the house Mm -hmm. so that's the one that the DCCC put opposition research in against the other Democrat do you remember this one where like there were two Democrats running in the primary yes Anyway, so that one's up for that's going to flip. And that's just like things like that are really exciting because it's like, yeah, Houston should freaking who won the primary, the DCCC, the DCCC's person. But maybe in that case, that's what you need in that district. Sure. You need a moderator Democrat. Mm -hmm. Um, There's like one in in Washington in the town in the district next to where I grew up. Um, There's just so, so many like consistently like moderate. Republican, like well to do educated districts that are like going to be maybe hmm. flipped to Democrat, which is really Who exciting. Who went for Hillary mostly? Who, or yeah, they, they went for Hillary. Um, and so that's why it's like a target. Um, I'm also really excited about um, Stacey Abrams mm-hmm. maybe becoming governor if if they let people vote. If 60,000 people are allowed well, to vote. Yeah. Well, there's, yeah, there's, um, well, all these voter suppression and vote tampering things that are happening right now, which are ex- extremely worrisome. Yeah. In fact, just last night, it was reported that Thirty uh, percent of these uh, uh, down, uh, um, ballots in Texas were mysterious. Of Beto O'Rourke votes were mysteriously flipping Ugh. to Ted Cruz. AJ Plus is is I think reporting. We've heard of that. Heard about- Texas election officials confirmed that voting machines. Y- Texas election officials right, they're confirmed it. that voting machines used in thirty percent of its counties, including its biggest, are switching people's votes including the Senate race between Ted Cruz and Beta O'Rourke, the GOP uh, appointed officials say they have no legal authority uh. to update them. So this is uh, uh, this is a travesty. They must be from China. Our voter machines should not work shittier than like a cappuccino machine. Like you put in, I want an American, uh, Americano, exactly, yeah. and it comes out just a cup of Ted Cruz, you know, um, flesh sauce. <laughs> Yeah, mayo mayo we've decided but exactly there's a reason they're programmed like that like you can't you can't just be like well it's 2018 and uh i can translate uh words on my phone by taking a picture of it yeah but you know votes sometimes they flip sometimes robot gets sick like no (laughs) robot get programmed to do that um well basically what's disturbing about this is it's i don't know how much that's actually being reported today but that that entire election in 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 texas right now is invalid 
30% of votes being flipped from one candidate to the other um, is enough to throw a close election. We know that intense voter suppression has been going on all across the nation. Greg Pallast uh, has been doing amazing work on this. He actually sued uh, Brian Kemp, the Secretary of State of Georgia, the, the, gov the candidate for governor. And he predicts over and over again how they're going to steal the election. They're going to steal the election. They're going to stand. They do. And then it happens. And then nobody reports on it. Like CNN and no Democrats stand up for this. Either. We just sort of like, take where it, is, we, we take it lying down. I mean, listen, I think our problem is we don't have good enough street chance. We need more chance. And then I would feel more comfortable taking the street. I love taking the street. <laughs> when I the chance aren't good, it's but when the chance aren't good, you're like, yeah. hey, hey, ho, oh, ho. No. Voter suppression yeah, has got, got to, to go, go home right now because I'm tired, yeah. you know, like and yeah, those chance are there. Yeah. What's going to happen? Like what, what's going to happen in Georgia? Like I know some what? people who make really great chance, actually. Um, the Wildfire yeah. Project. They're up in San Francisco. Oh, shout out they to Josh. They, yeah, they trained Josh, uh, Joshua Con Russell. Yes. Uh, that's the last time I saw you, I think, was at their benefit in New York. Um, yeah, shout out to Wildfire Project. They they create amazing chants. Some, really? You know, uh, there's some people in uh, the Pacific Islanders. Man, they had amazing chants when they See, were out there on the kayaks. But that's elsewhere. We the, need that here. I'm sure. We need, I mean, this again, sure. like... Um, singing the praises of immigrants for all the things, or maybe just stop chanting in, in the street and just actually go occupy the Congress so that they can't do their work anymore. Yeah, I think that that's what actually has to happen because we we we. I always was we one of those mass people. I was one of those people who would say, you know, we need millions of people in the streets. Well, we just had the women's march, which was, I think, the largest march in history in the United States. It just kept going, um, and it, like uh, you know, paid protesters. We we yeah. have seen. The I think the limits of that kind of public assembly and what it can create in America, um, I think now it's time to actually stop the machinery of government because it is doing things that are immoral, it is doing things that are illegal, it is doing things that, that, that are actually against the law. Like it's against I agree the law with you, but you to have destroy to destroy the democracy. I agree with you, but you have to, and I've, I've, I have, I think you have to take all those folks, the million and a half or whatever, and there have to be, I'm sure, 300,000 who are willing to, hey, make a little tent city outside of, you know, the, the White House and Congress. So, like, sure. let's, I'm, I'm down to go there peaceful, and listen. Peaceful disruption of what's happening right now. Absolutely. And that can be done um, w without violence, without, uh, you know, uh, I, I was about to say without breaking the law, but without breaking moral code. So if we don't everything win the, the Nazis if, if, did was legal. ExxonMobil can legally tamper in our elections. ExxonMobil can legally end the planet. Right? These are all things that are They've legal. Been trying. What we have to what we have to understand is that there is a, a moral code that's nonviolent um, that says we have to stand up for our own democracy because if they're actually flipping votes in Texas and if they're actually disenfranchising 500,000 people in, in Georgia and then all of a sudden they anoint uh, this this white guy, Brian Kemp, as their, their governor, even after he cheated, the GOP can't win right now without cheating. They, they can't, can't exactly. win without they, and cheating. And they can't win without and the some, Electoral College. We the, all know there's, that. There's no way uh, to defend democracy within this legal system because right now we have... You know, a Supreme Court that's completely overrun by conservatives because Mitch McConnell refused to give Merrick Garland a hearing during Barack Obama's last term. That was an absolute and many federal courts that are now being overrun also by conservative judges. Destruction of the American judges. system. The yeah. destruction of the American system. Will you tap your nails on the microphone yeah, again? Let's go back, to, just the... go back to ASMR. <laughs> it's so upsetting. I know. I keep. I, I, no, I, I know that I'm not as funny as you guys are. No, I'm but not you're. Funny. But, but I'm you are. To say, so Josh, let me ask you: I'm If we lose the House, should we? 
take it up a notch peacefully? I mean, I, I think that that's called for right now. I think that we need to sit in and literally disrupt the machinery that's doing this. Mm-hmm. And I think that what, we, what we, we, we are seeing right now is the complete corruption of those avenues of power. And um, it's creating chaos. It is creating total chaos in our streets. We have become a, a nation where there are, the law is your AR-15. And the law is I'm going to send bombs to people. Um, that can't happen. Mm-hmm. We have to, we, we have completely disregarded the respect that normally, you know, uh, we have for each other as Americans. It's not in, in, in our, our I, I'm not seeing it. And what I'm extremely worried about is that this will continue to descend into further violence. Um, there have to be ways to correct this course somehow. Um, but if this election in, in, in Texas uh, appoints Ted Cruz because they're changing things at the voting machine level, and if the same thing happens in Georgia, those elections have to be invalidated here's, here's what Here's what I'm reminded of. I'm reminded of the election in 2008 when the moment when Karl Rove realized that Obama had won and his face was like, what are you talking about? We rigged this whole thing. We cheated. <laughs> and it's brilliant because actually... And the only thing we have right now until we can get to that place of power where we can actually make sure the rules are enshrined and enforced and changed is to overwhelmingly vote. And I know that's sad, but it's like vote against all hope is like, because when there are too many of us, when there are so many of us, you can't actually cheat it. And so I I hope we're going to see record numbers in this midterm despite this voter suppression. That's what Greg Pallast says overwhelm the steel they're going to steal the election yeah our job is to overwhelm the steel okay i i i agree with that at the same time there has to be a a mechanism to point out that an election is being stolen and there has to be a way to do that and 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 so i'm calling isn't there a mechanism the media has to do this the media has to say we are examining what's happening in America and seeing that it isn't it is uh, 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 this is a travesty this is not an election but they're observers I mean I feel like the media is designed to just kind of observe and be there they're not this is not the progressive but, but, mil- militant sort of watchdog media that we hope to create I'm not suggesting that what I'm saying is that there is something called the truth and if it's being reported that 30% of these votes are changing from O'Rourke to Cruz, then you get down there and you send an investigative sure. journalist and an investigative journalist's job is, you're right, it's, he's, the, his or her job is not to uh, spout of an opinion. His or her job is to make an investigation into what the truth is, right? But and so the then truth- what? We know that the 2001 election was stolen. We know that right. the- Right, we uh, do know that. We know many elections have been yeah, stolen. So it's an, with this information- So in my opinion- uh, the Supreme Court, which will continue to change laws in in a, in a direction which is increasingly authoritarian and fascist, um, should be disrupted. The, the Supreme Court should be not allowed to work by the people. It should be disrupted because it is not, in fact, um, the Supreme Court that represents the majority of the people anymore. Mm. Mitch McConnell used his power to completely disrupt and upend the way that the Supreme Court works and therefore, the people have to say this is not fair, and then it then it becomes a, a question of public opinion. I mean, you know, that is an American tradition. It's called civil disobedience, nonviolent civil disobedience. It comes from Henry David Thoreau. It was born in this country, you know, and it's it, 
our traditions of Susan B. Anthony and Martin Luther King and, and, and Gandhi, these people are coming from that direct lineage of Henry David Thoreau, the fabric of the American society. And it, should, it says there's a law that's higher than the one that the courts make. It's a moral law. I'm not mm. suggesting violence. I'm not suggesting um, people uh, uh, overthrow something in a violent way. What Just I'm suggesting is water that there, there are techniques um, that we have used time and again when our government does not represent morality and they have been effective and it's this is the time this is the moment as gritty as gritty said um amen josh but as as a little meme that gr i have here with gritty vote to survive revolt to thrive and hmm. that is exactly what we should be doing and thinking about gritty the mascot of is that the philadelphia yeah. flyers okay um <laughs> which has nice. been now he's been dubbed a socialist mascot Thank wow. God. Someone, he, I, when someone told me that he was co-opted as a meme, I assumed it was the alt-right. <laughs> and I was like, God damn it. Well, who we have nothing? They're probably going to take him in like a few months. Sure. Do you know that they now... Oh, maybe I'm wrong. I read something about like they have milk now, the alt-right. They have milk? I think they took milk from us. But I could have... That may have been... Do we get any... Like goat's milk? I don't know. Sheep's milk? I is it just certain? Have they taken lactose altogether? They can have lactose because I'm lactose intolerant. But yeah, I, we don't I'm need to be farty in the streets. Milk, but I hope they don't have that. Anyway, I, this could be all be wrong. If, as long as we get to keep our oat milk or our nut milk, we'll be fine. <laughs> and now it's time to play a little game that I like to call "Sext Elect Overthrow," By a tradition way. here on the Bituation Room. Originally started. At Newsbro. I realize you don't have a theme song for that. And I feel like if you want one, we can make one up right now. Oh, what should be like? Overthrow. I don't know. Like, bum, ba -da -dum, bum, 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 sex, elect, overthrow, uh, sex, uh, elect, overthrow. Uh, I don't know. That's so I stupid. like that. I was trying to do the, uh, uh, like. I want it to sound kind of patriotic. You know? But then with a little, like, like sexy sex in there. <laughs> oh, I see. Sure, sure, sure. Bum, ba -da bum, bum, eggplant emoji. <laughs> so, sex, elect, overthrow. Who would you sex? Who would you elect? Who would you overthrow? Ted Cruz, uh, Megyn Kelly, uh, or Tucker Carlson? Oh, this is so painful. Oh, mm, oh my God. I don't want to get into good. a long thing about Tucker, but Megyn, Megyn recently I'm lost sure. her job in uh, morning television, which is like Do we no fucking pick? shit. It, it, you don't want to wake up and the first thing you're like, I think blackface is okay. Like, anyway, tell me about when your daughter drowned. This like, so <laughs> this is the hardest. This so, is... The hardest Do you have to I've pick one posed. for each one? Yes, and you can't. Mm -hmm. Here's my little Christmas jingle, by the way. <laughs> um, I think I have. Okay, I think I have an answer. Those are keys. They're not keys. Those are keys. They're sleigh bells. I oh, I oh, cannot oh. for the life of me imagine electing Ted Cruz or Tucker Carlson to anything. Agreed. There is no fucking way. So I would. Just right off the this oh whole God. game is rigged. This whole this game, whole is, game is rigged. I guess I would elect Megyn Kelly only because to what? To, oh, it doesn't have to be president. Oh, then in that case, pff, okay, I'll elect her to what's a non what's what's even a non political thing? Like what's what's even like beyond school board? Like what else is there that's right? PTA. She belongs in PTA. Yeah, I would elect her to the PTA. Uh, no, though, because she thinks that Santa's white. <laughs> And like it demands that Santa be white to That's all the okay. children. Listen, when you have this a, is the hardest game. when you have an atomic fart like Megyn Kelly, you should contain it. Sure, just a small right. realm. So if it, the, the PTA is where her little stinker bomb can go off, and her like yeah, 
then keep her there. Sure. Here's what's fucked up about Megan Kelly. I'm just gonna get just just respond. This woman has gone been gone after by Trump trolls. She's been on. She's borne the brunt of this misogynistic patriarchal you know uh, moment that we're living in online trolling moment. And she still, she still doesn't like speak out about Trump. She still thinks somehow that she's honoring Fox she's by a- not throwing them under the bus. She still is like. She's like, nope, I can't let the libs win. That's why I get death threats, and I'm happy to receive them. So weak. Okay, so you're electing okay, her to, so. to, to some PTA to like, yeah, thing. To, to a PTA. She could be like the yearbook committee yes. of a yes. middle school. Yep, okay, that's what she is. <sighs> Sexed. I mean, only, I, oh, God. No, it's so painful to even say this. I guess it would have to be Tucker Carlson only just because I have to, I have to, I have to overthrow Ted Cruz so hard. Um, also, what I think would you sex him? Car- what would you sex him? Probably. I mean, back to back to the. I'm sure he's terrified of menstruation, so I'd probably do something really gross with my period blood and him on his. No, I'm not. That sounds gonna, great. Yeah, I'm gonna scare him with it. Just write his name. I would, write his I name would, on the bathroom floor. I would. I, think I would, you I just would have put, invented a whole new. Form I would of put porn. my put my period blood under my eyes yes. like 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 war paint uh-huh. and i would break into his house and wow it sounds i don't intense. advocate just violence. bleed onto everything i bleed on every i bleed on all his this sheets. is like a completely different i'd bleed on his toupee because you know that he wears a toupee you have right? to sect though so i would just you just spell it's out sexed. eggplant on his bathroom floor in your in, blood in menstrual blood that's great yeah eggplant. and then that means you're going to overthrow Ted Cruz, easy, like done. That's not even a question. Oh yeah, but maybe I'll bleed on him too. It's just for fun. If some gets on him, it's it's not your fault. Yeah, Josh. (laughs) Well, I've thought a lot about this so far. I have to go. First of all, let me just say that I'm on Tucker Carlson's show a lot to debate climate change. It's a toupee, right? It is a toupee. No, I'm never with him. I'm always somewhere else. I'm doing it from New Orleans, or I did it from San Francisco, wherever. Because he's sort of like semi. uh, He's in love with the left a little bit, right? He's obsessed. I I don't know what it is, but but Tucker Carlson's show likes to have me on to talk about climate change, and the premise is always something completely absurd. Like that, that they've invented. Like they're saying something like, like there like are reusable maxi pads. How dare have we saying, gone too far with the straws thing? Yeah, or like scientists are saying that, or the left is saying you should stop having children. Yeah. to stop climate change. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I always have to get on and say, well, actually, Tucker, that's not what the report says. The report says having children later in life or having fewer children is probably the biggest thing you can do to impact your carbon footprint, which is true and then he's like well what about those african babies there's thousands of them and i'm like well none of them are actually burning any carbon so they're not the problem (laughs) you know so it goes on like this and then invariably we go down the rabbit hole of me completely insulting him like i had seen wizard of oz one morning and i was like science will tell me that presumably there's a brain underneath your hair that's not some like (laughs) squirrels and some straw running around on like a, a hamster wheel or whatever and and so I, look at and you that's that the dumb, funny or like you're look. you know you have talk about co2 and how he's gonna like so full of hot air that he's gonna rise up out of his chair and float into the stratosphere stuff like this always happens and, and they love it they back. love it they love it and they invite me back not only if they invite they invite me back but sometimes they call my my best friend Nomi const and like they're saying can you we can we get josh back on so i have this weird theory that i'm like i feel like i'm like this 
He wants a sex political from dominatrix. Say, so you're gonna sex him. Like I'm like a kind of dominatrix of of. T- I like I, I he gets. I think he gets off on being insulted and then cutting the mic. So you have so, sexed in Tucker Carlson. So I feel like our relationship you is had a the weird mic sort cut of. On you. Se- oh yeah. Oh, mm. oh, every single time. And go he loves on YouTube. It. I uh, go on YouTube and look up Josh Fox Tucker Carlson. They're hilarious. There's yeah. three or four of them. They're really they're really good, and I'm proud of them. They're some of my favorite media appearances ever. So I kind of feel like I have this weird sort of dominatrix relationship with Tucker already so sexting is just like around the corner from sure there. sure so it's I'm about totally to in what I'm would it be would it be like a, a globe and then like people holding hands and then just no <laughs> I no I, I don't know I, I, I I'd have to be really inspired it would have to be late just at like, night I'd have to be thinking about this in a, in a kind of I uh, want to rub you in compost baby. <laughs> <laughs> you're better at this than I am um, but I do feel like it would have something to do with getting really hot over global warming mm, Some, something yes. of that nature you know um yeah, talking to you about global the planet warming. is burning up and yeah. so am i yeah, so are my like loins that, right, mm-hmm. right, yeah. what about anyway, who are you okay, gonna elect so, uh well i'd elect ted cruz to dog catcher um yes. i think he'd be really good at that job he's uh he's really weird and scary looking i just want to see creepy. him running down the street with the high knees <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. i mean just think about it like dog catchers have to go after rabid crazy animals that are you know like there are such a thing as rabid dogs that do get you know attacked and it takes one to know so yeah and dog catcher i would say that and then i think he could i think he 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 could learn a lot by spending more with animals more time with animals (laughs) you know what i mean like dogs are really nice and dogs uh, often or they're you know they're, they're just they're animals they're in tune with their instincts and Clearly, Ted Cruz is like floating above his body. He does not inhabit. Yeah, and they that could spend frame. more time with alien life forms. He, so he, it he, works you out. Know, I think he'd learn a lot, and I would definitely see him as dog catcher. Of course, after Beta O'Rourke beats the pants off of him, even though they're stealing thirty percent of those votes, um, then yeah, I would say Ted Cruz would be suitable for for dog catcher or something like of that of that yeah. nature. Um, n- not anything higher than that. Not not. And sheriff, you're overthrowing not, Megan. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I Megan Kelly to me represents the absolute uh, hypocrisy of the media mm-hmm. i find i find her uh, absolutely abhorrent she's a racist apologist she's a gop apologist she made her name on fox news um and it's always the person that they're like oh well look megan kelly so these ideas are sort of acceptable aren't they it's never like the rabid lunatic bill o'reilly or you know sean hannity that that really sells the message it's always the megan kelly yeah. who you think is reasonable Who's on after she's the, the reasonable show. nazi yeah. mm-hmm. she's the reasonable racist she's, pretty. she's a she's pretty she cut her hair short so, she must be a democrat ish yeah. so she, overthrowing she cool uh overthrowing people like that in the media is something that i would love to, to do i feel that I, I am a member of the mainstream media my films are on hbo they're on netflix there i i go out there and talk i'm i'm i feel an, happy to be in that role but absolutely it's people like megan not just megan kelly but people like when megan kelly went down this i mean mm-hmm. f- went down she got a 60 million dollar payoff which is unbelievable. Can you imagine getting paid sixty million or so dollars here's not a, to do your job? Josh, here's my to plan. get fired. Here's my plan. I'm gonna become a right wing, uh, like a right wing mouthpiece shill. Mm. Obviously, I'll go blonde. I'm keeping these nails, <laughs> and then they need some more jewels, and then get fired, and then with my sixty million dollars, start a progressive news network. Boom. There you go. It's it's a long I, I it's a it's long a, game. It's a long con. I, it's a long con. <laughs> we'll long get game. there. Who are you going to overthrow? Um, 
you have to overthrow Ted Cruz. Exactly. Ted Cruz cannot be allowed to roam the earth anymore. The alien life forms His children need to come will be get happier him. without him, I'm pretty sure. His children want him to get elected because, like, hearing Ted Cruz be like, well, I'm glad now that I can spend more time with my family, they'll be like, <laughs> It's like the scariest <laughs> words that they would have ever hear. So he, they want him to win. I want him to lose. I think Beto is an incredibly inspiring figure and uh, one of the one of the more amazing things to come out of this midterm cycle. Uh, and he and Andrew Gillum, like I'm, I'm with it. Overthrow him. I think you gotta elect Tucker Carlson to some job with real responsibilities. Okay, yeah. But with no control over people's lives. I just want to send him back to be class president of eighth grade again. Because you know he treasurer, was. Treasurer. Be the treasurer. Um, he can embezzle some money. <laughs> and, you know, buy us all pizza every Thursday. And then we'll, like, like him. And he'll get another shot at not being a dipshit. It'll be like, um, it's like Benjamin Buttoning the right wing. So it's like you get to go back to school. Or like, you know, Billy Madisoning. The right wing. You go back to school. We should elect him to be the captain of a really violent sport, mm. like a sport where he'll get a, he'll he'll like get concussions. Rugby wrestling. Yeah, R- rugby. rugby. He should elect, be the captain of the rugby elect team. Elect him to run the rugby. Yeah. Here's here's the thing though. Like Tucker Carlson, after getting hit in the head way too many times, doesn't become less weaponized but he dies soon he becomes (laughs) (laughs) but he becomes you know the dude that leaves pipe bombs in 14 people's homes so we don't need another one of those this is fair but he'll he'll die at 44 i I think uh, great i think he just needs to be sexted more to be honest well listen Listen, i'm I'm on my way all of this you guys had your chance i think actually most of the problems of these white men who are blowing things up so it's our fault that they no i'm not saying (laughs) it's your fault yeah Oh Open no! Open up no, no, your no, 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 gun. No. All right. The point is, <laughs> I just is- think that there's a, there's a libidinous problem here um, that we don't like to recognize as men. I mean, I think this is very important yeah. to, to talk yeah. about. The men, proud boys are not men. allowed to masturbate. Apparently, that's what I learned last what? podcast. Yeah, They're not that. supposed to masturbate. See, th- this, these they things all go to. together. Yeah. Um, you know, when we look at serial killers like Ted Bundy or whoever, you can clearly see you can clearly see that these are are, are motivated by profound sexual problems yeah. that these people are having. Yes. The same is true of these people who are going into high schools and synagogues and uh, uh, shooting up massive amounts and, of people. And targeting women. People have targeted women targeting or specifically. Women. So the Parkland Always. shooter, the Parkland shooter I was reading just today because, you know, looking back on all the ep- episodes of violence and all of the attacks that the Trump era has brought upon the parkland shooter is no exception so he was super pro trump and he also hated women specifically white women who dated non-white men um so it's all tied up with this racist xenophobic shit i would sext megan kelly because she looks like she hasn't had an orgasm (laughs) (laughs) ever she looks like one of those people and i know they're out there and i have all the sympathy who's like yeah my you know my clit is broken or it doesn't i've never had an orgasm I i can't climax and it's like it's kind of the way i feel about weed like you just haven't found the right strain you haven't inhaled all the way you haven't inhaled all the way like you haven't had you know doesn't matter man woman vibrator i recommend uh the lilu um <laughs> the, uh, or no it's called the jiju i have a few the point is get yourself a vibrator megan listen they're so much better than actual people although they deserve love too and uh but so i would just sext her 
um, I would say like what do you a think? coupon. I'm gonna buy her a fucking rabbit vibrator. Once she has, that's what I'm doing for Megan Kelly. Once she has that mind blowing orgasm, what? How is she, she different? She now uh, accepts the history of racism in the country. Like she comes to all these realizations. Yes, she comes to realizations. She comes to realizations. The vibrator may or may not be laced in. Shrooms. She's like, I understand blackface. <laughs> I get it now. No, she's gonna go so far on the other end, end, and she'll be like, but it's a, it's a form of honoring black people. <laughs> <laughs> I think Megyn Kelly, once she is overthrown or sexted or cause come to Jesus or black Jesus moment comes when she Jesus. comes to black Jesus, she's going to star in her own Santa <laughs> film. Back what? to bad Santa. White Back Santa. Bad Santa. Come full circle. Full circle. Her movie's going to be I'm Dreaming of a White Santa. She's going to star in it in a thong. It'd still be better than bad Santa. This has been so fun, you guys, but I hear the ice cream truck, so I got to go. Thank you so much. Thank you, Thanks Francesca. for having us. And for everyone out there, remember, don't just bitch about it. Be about it. Bye-bye.